0: We can start without him. It's no big deal. This is our shit. Uh, Y'all know the vibes. Running back the hits. Myself, uh, an empty chair, Um, and two special guests. Returning guests, friends of the show. I'll start with my man PDR. PDR, what's going on, bro?
1: Oh, just living the dream, man. Living the dream. Same.
0: Just talking to It's It's a dream come true. Uh, (laughs) second guest (laughs) another returning guest my man Feeney Feeney in the building how you doing
2: what's up man just chilling drinking this wine uh coming to get this Monday?
0: I like that I'm sipping on a little something too it's gonna be a long week it's gonna be one of those weeks I can tell
3: you know Um, when I was a kid I said I was gonna grow up and I was gonna do a podcast with a dude from Oklahoma
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it down it was in my manifesto i'm glad i'm very glad Youngest, what's up man what's going on bro not much we're ready to
3: talk some outcast today this is a big uh anticipated episode
0: for our listeners yes we're talking outcast man i've been waiting we got on two big outcast fans with us yeah probably the two out of our listenership friends probably the two biggest cast fans out, at least like up there um biggest outcast most fan. vocal most yeah. vocal yeah, yeah we, we don't...
1: very most. vocal yeah yeah
0: so we're just gonna talk to them about outcasts i got some like random questions we'll see where they lead us um but just to start um y'all's introduction because y'all are a little bit older than me youngest so uh, i'll start with you peter how did you get introduced to cast man like how did you find Outcast? like that process of going and like finding all the records like how does that happen for you
1: I think my dad was just playing that shit in the house all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, especially, like, ATLians and and uh, Aquemini. I think I, – I bet I wasn't even born when Southern Playlist came out. Yeah. Or just barely. But I just – my whole life, and then the older you get, the more shit you start to understand, like, what they're talking about and stuff, so. Right. Yeah. What
2: about you, Feeney? Um, mine was a little different grew up in the south like in florida but so you'd hear like all the outcast singles like you know i heard like elevators and like especially the, the pop ones like hey ya and rosa parks on the radio yeah but i had brooklyn like brooklyn jay-z real nigga but <laughs> so, like we didn't like we hardly listened to the radio on the way to school we listened to like biggie and like I, I listened to reasonable doubt like on the way to school in like first grade so like it was very new york centric right so like I had, like, a real a real hip-hop phase in middle school where I watched, like, me and my cousin spent, like, five hours watching, like, a VH1, like, rap history documentary on, like, a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then we just heard it out after that. We were like, "Yo, I want to listen to everybody they talked about. And they did that. You know, that, of course, they featured the, the Source Award, like, Outkast, South of something to say moment. And we were like, yo, what's this? Like, I mean, we know who Outkast is. We've heard their songs and stuff. But I've never, like, tried to listen to their albums. And this is, like, when pirating was big. So I just started, like, pirating all their albums. I was <laughs> online wire and downloaded everything from southern play through state or really through love below and speaker box
1: just rented had, had to download it all three times because you didn't click the right link <laughs>
3: yeah listen <laughs> any sponsors listening right now these are our guests not me and <laughs> <laughs> i
0: pay for everything i was to
2: soldier boy by
0: accident
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> listen while we're on the topic you ever download something and then when you clicked on it it was either la bamba or it was the Bill Clinton. I did not
1: have <laughs> such of that woman's yeah. speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Clinton got me a lot of times.
3: Yeah, Bill Clinton <laughs> got me all the fucking time,
1: bro. It was like every third download. It felt like, it's like, <laughs> oh man.
3: Yeah, I got it. all right, Lee. Let me uh, flip the question on you. What's your like relationship to outcast? How'd you come about listening to them, and um, you, their
0: role in your early life? So for me, I feel like it always comes back to like early college, like high school. That was really when I was adventurous, finding stuff. There's like not a local music scene like that where I'm at. So it's always just reading about stuff online. So, you know, you hear about the greatest group, So I'm going back. I'm listening to Tribe, Public Enemy, Wu-Tang, all that shit. A lot of East Coast. And then you hear about Outkast, like the Southern group. So it's like, holy shit, let me go like check that out. And yeah, like Feeney said, you would heard like the Hey, I was so fresh, so clean. You hear the big songs, but like you really go and you dig and you find the artistry and just like the weirdness, the left fieldness of them as a group. And um, yeah, found them early college, uh, keep bumping it to this day. Outcast will never leave rotation.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I would say I'd had a little bit of a similar experience. Uh, Like, you know, you hear Hey Ya! early on, and you kind of hear the legend of OutKast, I don't know, like, growing up listening to anything rap, or people talk about rap, they always kind of came up, and then you kind of discover, like, Miss Jackson, and So Fresh and So Clean, and you're realizing that they might have a little more, like, uh... Yep, acceptable yeah. side yeah like a little darker side than the hey stuff like it's yeah <laughs> it's a yeah. little yeah. bit more than pop music so um i didn't i don't think i really dug in until <laughs> this This is gonna sound weird but like i dug in periodically like you hear some stuff Jay cole sampled for born sinner mm-hmm. um I remember the big one that like got me to listen to Equimini was uh the flawless remix by Beyonce when the horns come in from Spottiati Dopalicious. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is that? And then I find out there's a whole song with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so gotta go back and tap into that. Uh so I started getting into outcast a little bit more, and you know, kind of think I know everything about like this big group. And then I go I actually saw them when they did their final tour. They stopped in Milwaukee. My brother was a big cast fan, so he wanted to go. So me and him went and just like seeing the crowd get into songs. I didn't like I knew Hootie who, but I didn't know people like loved Hootie who that. Much. Right, right. And seeing that kind of stuff, it kind of opened my eyes to go back and listen even more. And yeah. they just ended up becoming a staple in my rotation. And now, yeah, they're a group that I listen to at the very
0: least once a month. One of my favorite groups ever. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've got a weird starter question. I feel like this is something that like people would say towards the end, but I want to ask it like right off the bat. Do y'all think, or well, do y'all want another Outcast album? Nah. Nope.
3: Yeah, I mean, think I'm good. They tell you on Rosa Parks,
0: man. I was.
3: Like he, th- he tells you, like, you think that this group you've liked for a long time is gonna do something and then you buy their cd and you find out it's whack and you're only as funky as your last cut like
0: i was watching i don't want to fuck it up i was watching youtube shit the other day uh and i don't know how it came up i think i was watching watching dead and hip-hop a lot of y'all probably know about dead and hip-hop they do album reviews and shit and they had this like series and they were talking about should artists like burn out or fade away like this idea of should artists just keep on making albums just because they can or should they just like kind of stop <laughs> at a certain point? And it was like an interesting conversation. I do agree with y'all. I I really don't want another outcast album or another Andre solo project just because I just don't think it makes a lot of sense. And I f-
1: that Andre project's just never gonna live up to the hype either. Like no matter what he does, like nobody's ever gonna be like, oh, we waited 20 years for this and bitch about it. So like I feel
0: like it's such a lose lose situation for him to do a project, and i like I feel like he he could obviously make a fucking amazing album right now like everybody and their mom was would want to be, be featured on it so he could make a great album if he wanted to i just like it's a lose-lose for him i don't know how he could drop some shit and live up so yeah i yeah, wanted I, to ask that because eric i was i, I think
2: and andre's got this like mystique around him now because he like pops up in weird places like he'll just pop up on like your random favorite like trap artist album and then he'll just disappear again he'll pop up playing the flute at starbucks and then you just don't see him again yeah i think when, like the mystique, where he's just like your elusive like favorite rapper, because you just have to like wait for him to decide when he feels like doing music.
0: Yeah I agree, man. Don't yeah, like don't press Outcast for another album. Like, even because like we their last like, I mean I don't want to like hold Otto Wild against them, but like that's kind of like their last attempt. And I mean not to shit on Otto Wild, I don't think it wasn't Idlewild's even like,
1: it wasn't even bad. Yeah. I mean it wasn't good. It just yeah, I don't, it's Outcast, and then yeah. they release that, and you're like. Damn, this sucks. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what well, youngest? When did you hear Ottawa for the first time? Have you heard it all the way through? I've never listened to Ottawa. I said
3: I was going to watch the movie before I listened to it, and
2: done uh, neither. Yeah, done neither. Yeah, I, I listened to the, album watched the movie. I I listened to the album because like I found random songs I liked, and I was like, all right, I'll play the whole thing. And I was like, okay, this is not great. The songs I like are good. I don't want to hear the whole thing, and it kind of made me not want to watch the movie
0: because it the album wasn't that good right yeah man um i have a question like for pdr specifically so i'm gonna oh, ask damn. um you've talked about it before i've heard you talk about it i want to ask you a little about a little bit about stankonia because your your stankonia sentiment i will say i agree with it and like preparing for the episode this week i agree with it even more but like I just to like kind of get how you feel. You think Stankonia is a little bit overrated, like in their discography? Is is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, that's fair. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty overrated. I think.
0: Real quick, Feeny Youngest, would y'all agree or disagree?
3: Yeah, Stankonia is on the bottom half of my stuff. Um, I guess yeah, behind I mean, all the
1: other other three albums they made before that. Yeah, I was gonna say.
3: There's gonna one consistent hours. I have on this show. It's I'm um, all about the rapping. And yeah, they kind of they went a little too far on the creative end when it came to Stanko. To me,
2: yeah, of the four album run, it's definitely number four. Like especially, I ran them all back like the last like two days just like refresh. And yeah, it's number four for sure for me.
0: Because like it gets this like weird acclaim now. I feel like it's their. I mean, obviously because like the high ends of the record, like so fresh, so clean, Miss Jackson.
1: The it's just the big singles, Yeah. yeah.
0: But I feel like when you play this album, man, I think more so than any Outcast album, even like Idlewild included, like it it's a drag, bro. Like I think too I much listen- killer
1: Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's the worst killer Mike with Outcast. Like I think killer yeah. Mike is better with OutKast on other records. Like it's a drag, man. It's twenty four songs, interludes included, but like it's just a long play. Um, Way too long. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that we all agree on that. I'm kind of surprised though, because I feel like a lot of people will ride for Stan Like I'll even
1: I'll even go further. It's probably my like fifth favorite. Like it's probably behind well below speaker box. I
0: might I might agree with you, honestly. Like this it, it is a drag, man. Like there's some good shit on there I like. I love spaghetti junction, explosion. Even like we love these hoes. I like shit like that, but
3: um, oh. so I do want to. I'm gonna. Interu- I'm sorry to interrupt this, but we were talking about an Andre solo album, and yeah. Andre is one of those people that like, whenever he does an interview, I'm gonna go listen to it because he doesn't speak often, yeah. and majority mm-hmm. of the time when he says something, it's not uh, too. Doesn't, controversial. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's not for clicks or anything. Yeah. So, so there, I remember there was a GQ article in 2017 where he kind of talks about like him releasing a solo album. And I found it. I found the exact spot I was looking for. So the interviewer asks him, like, financially, are you in a place where money doesn't affect your decisions about releasing music? And he says, I can't say because I don't buy a lot of things. And I do a lot for family and friends. It's not like I have five cars and three big houses. I'm supporting all these women or I got to support my coke habit. So right now, I don't have to worry about those things. I don't know in five to ten years. Then the interviewer, like, asks him about music. Like, put out more music and we'll decide if it's worth it. And he says, I'm with that because I want to hear both sides of it. But if I were to drop dead right now, honestly, we've done it. And that's the truth. Like, here's the one thing I would regret. Man, you know, there's still that album you wanted to do. He asked him, like, what do you mean? He said he wanted to put out his own project. Things I've been working on, but for my personal satisfaction, you know. And then he wondered, like, how that relates to his dad passing away. And like having regrets. So it sounds like he kind of wants to do something, but at the same time, he's been very public on saying, like, no one wants to hear that
1: shit. (laughs) I think I think on their Rick Rubin, yeah, it was a Rick Rubin podcast, and he basically said, like, We got five albums, man. I don't know what else. Like, I don't know. I ain't got shit to say, or something along those lines. Where like he's like, I don't really got anything to say anymore. Yeah.
3: Basically, his quote, like, if I drop dead, we did it already. Like, (laughs) like I did everything. That I wanted to do already, except that one. I've even and heard Andre cool, say
0: like old, like he doesn't want to hear like older people rap. He thinks like there's like a shelf life to being a rapper. Um, mm-hmm. I do. Is he wrong. I, I wonder if that's part of him just coming up when he came up though, because there weren't old rappers like that. Oh, like I mean, I'm 23. I like I know the era of, even though they're kind of in late stage, like Eminem and Jay Z, and like these guys who are older <laughs> and still doing music.
1: It's not their best, yeah, but did not like, like hurt their legacy more than anything. Though, I don't know. I mean, I think that I think that Eminem for sure did. Yeah, it's, it's hurting Eminem like
2: Jabe, maybe not like four four four. grown man rap and it wasn't bad. Like I don't love four four four, but it's not bad.
0: Right.
2: Like Eminem is only really getting worse. Like he keeps wearing that same hoodie and keeps rapping at us really bad, <laughs> but nobody wants it because Eminem.
0: He's wearing the same zip up hoodie and
1: that, Yeah, <laughs> yelling at the kids
2: now.
3: I mean, OK, so is it hurting the person because they maybe weren't the best the whole time? Or is it hurting the person because <laughs> they're old now? Because like Tribe put out an album nearly 20 years after and that shit still sounded like Tribe to me. You
0: know, it's yeah. I mean, it almost goes back to the thing I said earlier. Like, should you, you know, burn out or fade away? Like, should you keep doing music? as long as you can or just stop when you kind of hit this point point. and i don't know i feel like you know regardless of how people feel about Eminem, i'm not his biggest fan like i think he did enough in the late 90s and 2000s where like he can do music as long as he wants like he's earned that like with mm-hmm. what he's done same thing with jay-z as he's long like, as good. as long as he feels like he has something to say i would say yeah as long like and i don't think you know i don't love his music well I, I don't think he's like half ass and shit like i will but, say
3: yeah but there are rappers that we quote unquote grew up on when you look at guys like Jeezy and TI that just keep putting shit out.
0: No one is listening to it. No one's talking about it. It's tough. And the weirdest thing to bring it back to three stacks is I feel like he has that passion and dedication. If he wanted to do a project, I think he has it more than like damn near any other rapper. (laughs) Like when I I hear him. Go ahead. ahead.
1: I just think he's just perfectly happy. Just painting and playing the flute or doing whatever the fuck he's doing right now. And, like yeah. why am I gonna do something else, man? I'm cool.
3: Yeah, I mean that's what it comes. I don't think age has anything to do with it because Big Boy put out an album this year.
1: Like, yeah, and it was it's fine. But,
3: yeah, literally that was with him from the start. Uh-oh. Yeah, Big, Big Boy, Boy hasn't stopped
1: making making music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Big Big Boy's done a good job
2: though. Like, because there's like a weird, it's a divide. Like when rappers get old, like some guys transition to being old well, and they can rap about like grown man shit. And, like, Big Boy can do it. Jay can do it. Like, Fonte is, like, an underrated rapper who can do it. Like, yeah. It. But, like, there's guys who just can't do it. Like, I remember Big Boy dropped that Boomerverse album in, like, 2016. And I was like, yo, this is a banger. There's no yeah. one's going to listen to it because it's just a Big Boy solo project. If he but we could do that. Let me that, talk about that
3: actually one. got surprisingly a lot of play. I'm pretty sure he got on, like, T-Mobile commercials with that shit. I forgot what the yeah. song that was going around. Yeah, that album yeah, that that yeah. on
2: I like my timeline wasn't talking about it, but it had Bangers cuz he can he still knows how to make good music.
3: Yeah.
0: Since we're on Big Boy, um I feel like there's like this consensus among a lot of like hardcore Outkast fans that like Big Boy is is this super underrated rapper. How how underrated is Big Boy for real? Okay. So <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, let me, I mean, let me drop my that. theory.
3: <laughs> okay. Let me let me drop my theory. So what I think happened was I think Big Boy was the better rapper on the first album. And then I think he was the better rapper on the second album. And then I think on the third album, Aquimini, which is what I think is Outcast Best work. I think him and Andre reached like an equal point. And that's why it's so good. Because they complemented each other so well. And then a certain group of people I won't specify. Came across Andre and was like, this is the most creative, inventive person on the planet. And we started seeing big Boy shift away. But I think up until that point, until Stankonia, it was, I think they were both universally loved together. And then as OutKast grew into a different demographic, they started shouting for Andre. And that's when he became underrated. But I think the whole time it was understood, like those two together pretty good
2: right. I, I agree with youngest a hundred percent and i want to add on to it i'm gonna like asap AM's tweet. to white <laughs> i'll say it i'll say it because it's black history month still
0: white, <laughs> you got a couple more hours
2: yeah like i've got three and a half hours exactly central time white hip-hop decided that andre was like top five dead or alive and then like they'll rank big boy like 17th, and they have this huge gap between them and my theory and i've said this for a while I feel like because Big Boy has always been a little more street, and Andre was at the beginning, like it's not like Andre wasn't out there in the Mm Braves jersey Cadillac, but like the Andre that a lot of people, like especially in the mainstream know, is like eclectic, shirtless on the Stankonia cover, beaded necklaces, dated Badu, like weird eclectic, like what is traditionally considered creative. So people think that makes that artist imagery. And I don't think Andre thinks of himself, it's just what people have put on him because Big Boy is more street looking. And Andre more like a creative, eclectic rap, like, I'm um, interesting and creative. And he plays the flute and wears overalls at airports. Like he does weird shit. He's just being himself. But I think people have put on to him this like artistry that they don't actually like listen to the music. Because I've had what, like white hip hop heads tell me like, like, oh man, like Andre killed it on The Way You Move. And I'm like, Andre's not on that song. <laughs> it's, it's
0: just some like shit they say, I feel. Yeah.
2: Like you don't, you didn't even listen to the song or the album because that's on Speaker Box and Andre's not on it. Yeah the way you move that single that you heard on the radio was all big boy, but big you didn't want like, to have any. So like, I think there's a group of people who like do that. Then the rest of us feel like we have to like protect big boy. But if you, <laughs> like, when you rank outcasts, like, mem- like individually or whatever in your top five rappers, top 10 rappers, if you have more than like a two person gap on them and really to me, they're like the same. If there's a gap between them, I just throw your list away. Cause I don't think, I don't think you respect the music. Enough. Like that's me. I'm throwing it in the trash. Big boy's well, not, Andre's too. That's just not, not true.
3: I mean, that's that's something I've been fighting for God knows how long. It's it's kind of just a disrespect of rap as a music, like genre in general. And it's like the guy that comes in to do more melodies is always going to be better than the rapper. And we see it with Ray Shremard. We see it with Outcast. We see it with all these people. Migos.
0: Like,
3: yeah, Migos, where people were swearing Quavo is better than Offset, and it's like these guys are. Always almost equal, or sometimes, um, my opinion with Ray Shremmer, the rapper is better. Just because you're like throwing a little auto tune, doing a little melody, singy songy, doesn't make you more artistic. Like rapping is hard, and writing is hard, and like staying on flowing on beat is hard. This isn't right. like it's not the lesser genre.
0: PDR, let me get your thoughts on the on the big boy thing real quick.
1: I'd like to one denounce the white delegation. <laughs> They're wrong very loudly wrong but um i think the older i get the more i like big boys rapping too like i think as i've like grown up and gotten older like it's like every year like every time i listen to an album i'm like damn big boys <laughs> big boys like washing andre off the track basically at points especially those first two albums and yeah i i think i think like young has said they're equal or um big boys slightly ahead of him.
0: all right let me preface this <laughs> i love both artists i think both these guys are great um, Lee he
2: just said they're both my guys
0: <laughs> yeah cool. they're they're both my guys i love them both <laughs> like i like hall of first battle hall of famers the both of them um I, like, going back to what Jungian said at the beginning, I do agree that, like, especially on Southern Playlistic, um, and I don't even really want to say I think that Big Boy was, like, a better MC. I just think he was able to, like, he found his identity as an artist, like, immediately, which is really hard to do, and you have to give him credit for that. Like, from Southern Playlistic, he found his identity, like, who he is as a rapper, and he just grew on it, like, project after project. Um, I, I think it took Andre a second to get there. I, I think he found it by ATLians. I do think, I think I'm different from Youngest. I think they were equal about an album earlier. And I mean, like, I, I do think Andre is a better, like, he's higher on my top five. To me, it's almost like a, like a look, to, like a basketball reference, like, like LeBron and Wade. Like LeBron was the best player in the league. D Wade was still like a top 10 or 15 player but they were still elite like they were still like elite talent um but I do think it's just the difference between like one of the greatest of all time and just like I, I hate to use the word alien because a lot of people do that but like an alien someone who's just like on a different plane that's just how I've always felt about Andre so I love both they're both my guys I love them both, but I I, I think Andre's just on like He's on, like, that different here, But Big Boy is still, like, a fucking legend. I would never try to slight Lee, Big Boy in any way. Lee, put put numbers to it right now so
2: I can yell at you. Put numbers to it. Say two and 11. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean, Andre's in my top five. Uh, listen, like, big, the, big Boy's probably, like, my top 15, I would say. Like, 10, 15. Listen, I'm not going to uh, yell at Lee. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, and that's <laughs> no slight because, like, we're, when we talk about every rapper who's rapped in the history of hip hop, saying you're like one of the 15, like, that's not like a to me, that's not this, a slight like that. This, this is like this is like the verbatim you're you're quoting
2: directly. Like, <laughs> they put Kobe like 12. You're like, there's been thousands of basketball players. <laughs> and I'm out of Kobe.
0: Every, like, listen, you're man, there's been so code. many. <laughs> but yeah, I love them both. But yeah, I, I would put Dre like a little higher person but i I was like i do and like the sentiment of what y'all are saying how people like don't respect big boy the way they should i agree with that so i'm not mad at you.
3: i'll say i don't ever split the two up because they made songs together and yeah shout out Wozni Wozni lambray at the ringer he he made a like a point one time that stuck with me for years is like how are you going to constantly give andre credit when he had to do like half a song like we're talking to i mean he did it in like an insulting way i just did it as like outcast together but he was always like how are you gonna have andre in your top five above guys like hove and like Nas that had to do three verses every song and andre only had to write one like they gotta fit out their bars through three verses andre's only gotta fit his out in one and that was like enough reasoning for me to be like yeah, why? do we have to pretend like Andre's taking over songs when Big, Bo- Big Boy's holding his own? Like it's outcast yeah. together as yeah, a and,
0: yeah, in general, I agree with that. But I will say to like counter that, I would say like it's almost harder to do that. Like when I look at Andre and I look at Big Boy, and even when you look at Speaker Box, The Love Below, they can be like two completely different artists when they really want to be. So the fact that they could come together and figure out how to make verses and songs and choruses mesh so well, you have to give that credit to both of them um so i give it to uh andre and big but yeah the main thing is there that you should they're yeah. outcasts you know <laughs> like the main thing is they're outcasts they're together it's it's important to look at them as such
2: and i think like like some like some of the best outcast songs are not even like them doing like andre verse hook big boy sometimes it's when they're like, like them on. blending together yeah like yep. when they're like like couple it's like kind like uh, Hov and Kanye did on like Watch the Throne, where sometimes they just throw it back and forth. Yeah, like like "Aquaman" uh, uh, is one of my favorite songs, and they just like literally lob it back and forth, like three four bars switch, three four bar like, and that's like it's a, such a fun experience because their flows are similar, but they're they're switching it up, they're talking about different stuff, but they flow together, and that's what makes them like legendary group status because the two of them had like chemistry, yeah. and that's what makes Danconia not that good is they didn't make it together in the way they did other albums, like they were not in the studio together the whole time working on stuff i think that's why i think honey is yeah
3: do we well, want to get into the music should we just dive into the musically or do you have
0: one yeah. more question uh okay. like we talked about outcasts are they like as a group kind of eclectic and weird and shit one of the like the biggest southern group of all time i feel like one way they showed that was in videos i was gonna ask if y'all had a favorite outcast video like what's your favorite cast video if you have one Ooh. miss jackson
3: miss jackson like miss jackson video a lot yeah i like
1: that one that's so hard man that's a tough question
3: oh the roses video is good roses
1: too, <laughs> i think yeah roses is one of the
2: funnest videos i've ever seen like yeah,
3: yeah. that's some big budget shit right there
2: <laughs> actually yeah i'm just gonna settle on roses because that was hella fun like yeah. the, the the cut in the middle like Real, real ones know back when you had to do YouTube to MP3 conversions, and if you got <laughs> video, you also got the, like, the parts that were not the song. Yeah. Like, speaker box!
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. them,
2: like, battling in, like, the auditorium and stuff, like, that was in my, like, in my MP3 player, <laughs> because I had the YouTube MP3 conversion. So, like, them yelling at each other and starting to fight was part of my version of Roses for years. Yeah, Beanie yeah. is
3: <laughs> dying for a DMCA strike. Dying.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, they're about to
0: start watching our shit. (laughs) i
2: pay for spotify Spotify every month premium no
0: commercial (laughs) pdr do you have one
1: i think probably roses
0: i like that i think for me it is players ball i love like just like young ass (laughs) like they're just so young compared to where they are now and like they're just kind of finding their you know themselves in that video all throughout so I'm yeah. gonna go players ball, but yeah, man, that's all I got. Question wise, if you wanna, you wanna get into the music, youngest, you wanna get into some tunes. Yeah, let's talk a little southern player Cadillac
3: music, man. Um, so, general thoughts on this album, Feeny? What What do we got? What are some highlights? What are some lowlights? What What do you like about it?
2: Uh, I'll say, of the four outside Stankonia, it's probably like my least listened to because they just sound like the least polished. I think they have some like. Like, there's fire tracks in there. Like Players Ball is obviously like a banger. Get Up and Get Out is one of the best songs like ever from two dudes who are just making their first project. But I think like in the amongst that they're still just like they're finding their sound still. Like y'all talked about, Andre is not like anywhere near the peak of his powers. So I th- it's the one I run back the least. Not counting Stankonia because again it's, that's a chore to get through.
0: Yeah,
2: the, like, this is the of the three that are fun. Like the first three that are fun to listen to is one I run back the least. But it says there's still some highs in there
0: yeah um i like southern playlistic a lot <laughs> like i think this album is really really good um i think when you look at a stankonia it's almost like the inverse of Stanconia. like it doesn't have these major hits right like you have you know like a player's ball or maybe like a hoodie who or whatever but it doesn't have these big hits but it's a longer album but i think it plays through really good like I don't think there's really any low point on this project. I think there's a lot of like the cult outcast songs, like the title track I love, players ball, hootie who, crumbling herb, get up, get out. Like there is just so much in here. I think this is the most underrated cast album, um, for sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think easily. you could
0: you could easily make an argument it's one of their best. Um, even though there is, like Feeney said, it is like a little unpolished. Like you can tell they're kind of getting the they're kind of getting everything together, set the stage for ATL and it's another record I love. We'll get to, but yeah, this is a dope ass project. Very underrated f- from cast.
1: Yeah. What about you? It's uh, a, <clears throat> I love it, man. It's, yeah. it might be, it might be my second favorite outcast album.
0: Yes, sir. Um,
1: It's just fun. It's fun. Like I think some of the unpolishedness makes it funner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love that album, Yeah, It's everything about it. And I think they made it when they were what 21 or some shit warning yeah, 20, very, uh, <clears throat> just blew up. So, yeah,
3: yeah. So, I have a consistent theme when it comes to Outcast album, which whichever one I'm listening to in the moment is the greatest album. Ever <laughs> yeah, um, Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music is the one I've probably revisited the most as i've gotten older especially like the last three years it's the one i go to a lot Uh has my favorite outcast song on there crumbling herb but
1: i love that song that's like a <laughs> yeah. stoner classic like cult classic kind of
3: yeah it's got enough i think it has the perfect balance um i think at aliens is a lot darker and i think they kind of get a little more serious with their raps and the tone of it isn't as joyful.
0: Super um, super mellow.
3: Yeah, super mellow. We kind of get the same in Equimini, and, and then we start seeing the pop hits pop up with their later two albums. And I think this is kind of a balance of both. I think Hootie Hoo and Crumbling Herb and Get Up, Get Out, and like the title song, the Southern <clears throat> Playlist of Cadillac Music are yeah. a lot more fun joints from them. And I think it's got that raw feeling, like all of you guys have kind of pointed out, is this is all just twenty-one year olds getting in the booth doing what they love.
0: Yeah,
3: and yeah. I think it comes out a little <clears throat> better. It comes out a lot better than it ever should.
0: Yeah, and I gotta praise Big Boy because, goddamn, this is like he's he rapping his ass off. This is man. the Big Boy show, man.
1: It is like
0: Who Do You? Uh, even like call the wild is one that's like kind of more of an album cut funky ride like
3: he ain't no thing
0: yeah like he like like i said earlier he found like his identity as an artist so early like he's still he's in here like switching his flows up like he's finding pockets that i, I don't even know if people were finding like in that time so yeah gotta shout out big boy because the reason why i love this album so much is really big boy so
2: yeah love, it's love like love. it's like knew how he knew how cool he was way before yes. everybody how cool he was and he was like i'm just a cool ass southern yes yeah, i am like that i don't have to like complicate this but like, he just got better and better at but like yeah like you said he knew what he was real early
3: yeah, he yeah. got the hoop i mean he got the hoop earring in on the cover man he, he yeah.
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah you want to go to uh, atlians
3: yes yeah, sir
0: lee tell us about atlians so we've talked AT aliens on here. I think it came up when we did the <clears throat> 96. Yeah, it came up when we did that draft. I don't know. I think I might ended up getting it. I don't know who got it, but
3: I think I got
0: it. I you, know. Okay, you got it. Some yeah. I like my comment about it was this is this was the outcast album I was sleeping on the most. Um because obviously there's not really like like a big hit on here when you look at their discography. So this is one that I had to really, really go back and dig into. And man. Like you kind of mentioned it earlier. Like it, like I said, how it kind of has that mellow vibe to it. I really, really love that. I think it fits them good. Um, and I don't know how much of like a take this is, but I think this is my favorite Outkast album. I really, really love ATL. It's, um, Same. And weirdly, because it, it doesn't have like those big moments. Like there's not a, hey, uh, there's not like a, there's not a so far so clean in Miss Jackson. There's nothing, there's none of that on here but this album just plays through so so good uh great length and uh track listing on it love at aliens at aliens is probably my favorite cast album
3: Feeny, um, what do you what do you got on here
2: all right so
0: at aliens was my
2: favorite outcast album for a long time like i would say up until i was like 22 3 it was my number one it's the first full one I played because, again, like at like middle school age, I'm just like, I want to listen to Outcast. And Ace Aliens had the funnest cover. Like, I was like, yo, this looks cool as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Literally, like just two cool ass looking dudes in jackets and hats, like fighting off aliens. It's cool yeah. as fuck. Yeah. So I ran, like, I ran it into the ground growing up. And then in my young 20s, like real stoner age, I, Ace Aliens was my favorite. Like, you couldn't tell me that I was not like smoked to elevators 30 <laughs> times in a row. Like, I'm putting that on repeat. Yeah, and we're just gonna like just me and you, and we're gonna run that back over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. I did a me and you, your mama and your cousin, too, t shirt. Like, I thought that was the coolest <laughs> shit I ever heard. Um, yeah, it's now my second favorite Outcast album. It's, me and PDR have had this conversation. This is where like we split. Like, Equemini is my favorite. I, Italians just dropped down to two. Yeah. And honestly, they're like, they're one, it's like Andre but That's like one A or one B for me. Yeah. But it's like, I like more individual tracks on Equemini. I think they both flow super well. They both the, the, the songs go together well. You don't really like you know what songs are switching, obviously, but you're not like, oh, what's this song? Damn, I want to skip this one and like get back like and go to this one. I like this one a lot. You just let the whole thing run, and that, that's what they did really well with this album. But yeah, it's it's my number two. It's one B really. Um, the highs are super high. Like like said, there's not like a, and this might be like a point against it, I guess, in how I rank it because they're so close. Like there's not like a hit song on there. Right, But like It doesn't need a hit either Like if you're listening To the whole thing There's not One song where you're like That's the one I heard on the radio It doesn't matter yeah, It's yeah. a whole It's just pretty
1: All the way through Yeah
0: PDR Talk to me man
1: um, I'm your with you on one? this one Favorite Yeah, yeah. Favorite oh. I think it's got I think like If he was talking The way it flows together I think is better I think It has my favorite um, Production of anything, Either the production on this like fits the theme. It feels like spacey and cool and just smooth. And then, yeah. like, they were just, like, yeah, I don't, I, they just... <laughs> this album's fucking insane. It's like the best album I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. This one is special, bro. Like, and it's so weird in their discography because, like, everything else has, like, you know, hits on it. Everyone can kind of, like, oh, yeah, I know that song off of it. AT Aliens really might not have that for a lot of people. But I feel like even if you ask, like, hip-hop fans, they know about AT Aliens. They know, like, how good of an album it was. So, yeah, AT Aliens is, like, super, super interesting to talk about.
1: And this is – I'm pretty sure this is one where we got the cooler than a polar bear's toenails line from Big Boy. It's, (laughs) like, fucking (laughs) –
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to ask what y'all's favorite big boy line. I'm like, <laughs> like he's got so fucking many lines.
2: Hey, yeah, I w- hey, I wanna... What's that? I was going to say, I-, I want you to know, I'm glad you brought that up because there was a period of time where, like, you know, this is for us olds back on the MySpace days. My cousin, <laughs> my older cousin, who I thought was super cool, like, he was like my rap fan, like, older cousin who put me on to shit. His MySpace name was uh, Sick of In Your Average, like from Biggie. Like, that's so why I wanted to copy him and have, like, a line as my, like, MySpace name. So, Cooler Than A Polar Bear's Toenails was my MySpace name <laughs> for, like, a year until MySpace died. That was my, such a <laughs> fucking
1: smooth-ass line, too. That, that shit sounded so cool to me at, like, 13. <laughs> that was the coolest shit I ever
3: heard. It's I'm the almost 30, that
1: shit still sounds cool, man. Like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the, the fucking, uh, God the daddy fat sacks b-i-d-b-o-i yeah, that's he's like daddy fat sacks me and then also big boy and yeah i fucking hit you in the face like <laughs> that kind of shit man is just like, like just this, do that
2: this flow oh. is so smooth like he said he said he punched you in the face in the coolest way anybody's ever said I punched yeah.
1: you in the- <laughs> he gave like his nickname and his name and he's like yeah like <laughs> oh
0: young it's how you feel about ATLians, aliens bro Love ATL so
3: Aliens, and I mentioned earlier, like a little bit darker sound. I think it's one of their more menacing albums. Uh, production wise, it sounds very similar. It sounds like something people that say they are part of the dungeon family would make. Um, I think it's probably their best rapping. They are focused. They're locked in. They're giving you full verses. they're trading off versus, um, like you said, no no real radio singles. Love that. Just give me the bars. <laughs> give me all of them.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh from <laughs> I mean the stretch from two dope boys in the Cadillac to like Babylon is just fucking nuts. Yeah. I think uh, Andre's verse on Elevator is probably one of my favorite verses ever. Um, and even so, the back half of the album is something that I used to skip a lot growing up, but. Going back and like Decatur Palm and Mainstream are ones I kind of revisit a little bit more.
1: Decatur 13. song might be my favorite outcast song too. Like that song yeah. is yeah, Decatur is song so very good. Awesome.
3: <laughs> very good. But yeah, I think I know Lee, you said this is where you find them to be equal. I still think I give the edge to Big Boy a little bit especially yeah. on the bigger songs, but Andre shows the flashes here. Andre is really holding his own and he's doing his best to keep up. And I think like you, you see the little glimmer in his eye. You, you see like the MVP season coming up and yeah. Yeah. ATL-ians, like Feeney said, the album cover is just one that grabs your attention right away. You're, you just see the comic book shit and you're like, yeah, this is, this is the one that I'm going to love. Uh, but yeah, a- AT-Aliens, the one. Let's uh, PDR. I'm gonna have you start with Aquemini. Talk to, talk to us.
1: I uh, I like it. I really like okay. it. Um,
0: I feel like there's a butt coming.
1: <laughs> I would like the other the two previous albums more, and this is gonna be my controversial statement. I get yelled at shit all over for, but I, I just don't think it carries the same uh, highs that AT yeah, did for me, other than like Spotty Audie, which is like classic. You're just all the way in your fucking bag <laughs> on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, still a classic album, still like one of my favorite rap albums el- ever, but it just doesn't it's just not the same as the other two for me. I feel
0: like Equimani gets a lot of love because I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's very
1: influential.
0: When you look at, I think it's got kind of the
1: best like storytelling too. I think that's a lot of it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, like I think when you look at the current crop of guys in hip hop, especially the top guys, I think Equimani is the album that a lot of these guys pull from, like Kendrick especially.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so I think it gets a lot of love for that. I do agree with you. I think Equimini is, is very good. Equimani was my number one for, for a long, long time until I really, really dug in on AT Aliens. Um, like, yeah, you mentioned Spatiati. Like, that is just one of those songs, man. <laughs> like, when you think about hip-hop as a genre. You hear those
1: like, horns and you're like... yeah.
0: Like, when I think of hip-hop as a genre, like, it's one of the songs where if I had to explain hip-hop to someone spatiati and like it's weirdness but still like it's like intricateness and like lyricism Spottiati is one of those songs that i would like point out to people so i love akuma too i think it's i think it's a really good project um not quite as good as atl for me i agree with you pdr but dope project um talk to me youngest
3: so this is my favorite one i'm glad me and finia ended this out because these are- Hey, it is your favorite one too right yeah definitely my what favorite the f- what the fuck is wrong with those two, man? <laughs> what's going on bro for one right out the gate like this is their most fun album to me without being I, I hate using this word for them but like without being corny it's not too out there um it's it's enough of like experimentation for me in keeping the rap yeah uh you see Andre really like come together as a storyteller between the artist storytelling one and two, between Rosa Parks, between Spotty Yachty Dopolicious, like his verses. They're painting pictures like he's never painted before. Big boy's doing Big Boy's thing, like he's always going to be that same consistent. And they aren't fucking with the beats to kind of steer him away from that, which I feel like they do later on. This yeah. is more more of his showcase still. I mean, every song on here goes. I I think it's the most influential in the sense that like you said a lot of rappers kind of revisit this one. Um we hear sample there's samples all over this thing afterwards. Sorry. People sampled this thing all over afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a Fabulous and little Uzi song that uses the liberation beat. Yeah, people (laughs) love this fucking album and like chonky fire is one of my favorite outcast songs a great one to go out on liberation another like they are putting out six seven eight
0: minute songs and you don't feel a second of it yeah Uh. and that's something that they've been good at from the beginning like even to go back to something playlistic like some of the best songs on there are like five six minutes and that even goes atl like that's Across I'm looking
3: corner. at the track list right now. Gun to my head. I would never would have guessed Rosa Parks was five minutes, 24 seconds. Exactly. I would have told you. No, to two you, minutes, you gotta, gotta be fucking <laughs> lying to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I
1: like, that's like, minutes, that's a three
3: 24. minute, 30 second song. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, a great way Ray verse on Skew It on the Barbie, which another like good rap song that feels something that's equivalent to Atlians. skew it on the Barbie feels like something they recorded during the Atlian days, while you have something like synthesizer that feels like something they recorded later on, something that would be on Stankonia or something that would be on Speaker Box. Yeah. Mom, um, Mamacita Mama is one of the another one of those songs that just like. It's so
0: weird. That's that one of those enjoyable. That, that's one of those I, that like, like shouldn't work, but it does for me. But people hate it. Some people like, hate it, like, some no people love it, it and I'm kind of in the middle because
3: sometimes in the, I'm in the mood for it, and other times I'm like, "This, what, what were they thinking?"
0: <laughs> it, like, it's never one where I'll play it by itself, but in the context of the album, like, I think it always like it makes sense there. Like, it's it is kind of weird, but um, I do like it.
1: It, it, I it, hate it also that ha- fucking song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, see, I told you, there's always like, there's enough people that hate it. It's, it's also like tough man. because it's right in between the artist storytelling one and two and Spotty so it's like it's <laughs> in between just some fucking heaters, So I feel that. Uh, yeah, Feeney, talk to us, man. Aquamanai, Ak- talk to All us.
2: Right. So like I said earlier, Aquamanai is my favorite. It's my favorite Outcast album. Um, I mean, Youngest brought up like a lot of the things that I love about it. The songs, some of the songs are. It's sixteen tracks, but over or sixteen or seventeen tracks, but it's over an hour. It's a mm-hmm. uh, sixteen song hour fifteen, so it's like. There's some eight-minute songs, some seven-minute songs, but I enjoy them so much. I'm glad he brought up Mama Sita because, like, literally today I ran back, Cuomo uh, and I, and I, there's days that I hate Mama Mamacita. Like, it's, I do not like it exactly half the time. But today I was like, damn, I forgot how much I don't like Mama Sita. And then, like, two minutes later, I'm like, Mamacita. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I, 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 can't, I I can't not sing it. <laughs> So, yeah, I think there's just, I think they, what I like about it, and Young has kind of touched on this, too, is it's in between AT Aliens and Stankonia. They have gotten very good at making hits. Like Rosa Parks is a hit. Yeah. But then they also still know how to be outcast in the most traditional AT alien southern playalistic sense.
0: Yeah.
2: And then I think they also like they also just got really good at making like rap that you didn't hear like that at the time. Yeah. Like Spottiati doesn't sound like anything else they've ever really heard. And it's so long, and they're both telling different stories. Andre is telling me a story about the club and getting in a fight. You ain't even make it inside for real. Like who else yeah. want to fuck with Hollywood Court? And for the longest, I thought it was Hollywood Cole. I think everyone <laughs> on the internet, call you know, <laughs> yeah. y- well, samples
3: it to make it sound like it says Hollywood. Yeah. Court.
2: yeah, like. That song, like, and, and I, I think the, the two different stories they're telling also kind of, like, reflect that they're getting older, like, they're living different lives, like, Andre's still telling a story about the club, because Andre's living a little more, like, loose lifestyle, and like Big Boy's got a kid now, yeah, and that's a factor in his life, and we hear that on, like, sorry, Miss Jackson or Stankonia, like, Big Boy's got some shit going on like, in his life with his baby mom, and yeah. he's got some serious shit happening. And, like, he he reflected on that in, Sp- in Spotty Audio, where he's talking about, like, you, know, you can't you can't gamble on that dope money, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, the, the United States Postal Service uh, didn't hire you because you got cloudy piss. And that whole song, that's my favorite Outkast song, as y'all can tell. yeah mm-hmm. not rapping. They're just talking. But they sound so <laughs> fucking cool just talking over that beat that I, I'm caught up in everything they're saying. Like, I want to hear the whole story. Yeah. and then they also have the art of storytelling one and two which are more storytelling where you're just like they have you wrapped up in the story like it's Amazing. like two old talking to you and you're just like i gotta hear everything they're gonna say yeah. there's gonna be a so yeah it's just the best album they have the best combination in between pop stanconia <clears throat> and like still kind of young cool at aliens like they're crossing all those lines a little bit and it crosses them the best way to me like it, we're caught in the middle between before they get i mean i don't want to say corny either but some of like stanconia gets a little corny and a little yeah. too too weird yeah. But yeah we're caught in the middle perfectly there there's some like the highs to me are the highest like Spadiati is the highest to me, yeah. or. Um, I'm blanking, uh, liberation is one of the highest to me. Equeminize, great return of the G was so cool, yeah, because of that. Girl where they're like, What are they? They want to be pimps or aliens, or what, what are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> like, return of the gangster, like, let's talk because, like, we'll still be, we'll still beat your ass, like, just because we're yeah. getting a little weirder and like musical doesn't mean like not big boy and Dre, like, from this, like, you know, us, you know, where we're from, like. Yeah. so yeah i think they do the best of being themselves but also knowing how to make it it just all their skills come together in the most perfect blend for equipment yep. so it's it's a great ride i have so much fun listening to it i ran it back today and like kids in my class were like what are you listening to i'm like shh, shh, shh. <laughs> this is not a talking time you need to sit down <laughs> big boy's about to tell you some shit let's sit down and listen yeah, yeah. it's favorite. it's great, it's great.
0: And, like, real quick, before we get to Stankonia, like, it just speaks to Outkast. Like, Aquamanai is not my favorite Outkast album, which is a crazy statement in and of itself. Aquamanai is (laughs) fucking crazy. Like, it's the same thing with Sermon Playlist. Like, these are crazy albums. These are some of the best. Fuck hip-hop. These are some of the best albums you're ever going to hear. And they're not my favorite. It just speaks to Outkast. Yeah, Aquamanai is so special, so influential, so amazing. Um, Love it, love it, love it, man.
1: I just want to say, like, about spotty oppie oddie like that song shouldn't work there's no reason that fucking song should work
0: yeah
1: and it's like, seven like the only reason it works <laughs> seven, and they're like not even they're like just talking like yeah. what and there's horns and it's fucking like insane but they're just the coolest motherfuckers alive at this time
2: yeah,
1: yeah. it works like yeah.
2: those those trumpets <laughs> I, I remember i tweeted this when beyonce sampled them i was like Israel, like a few years later. They opened like the Black Smithsonian, like the National Whatever Museum of Black History. And I was like, when you walk in, the for the sound that should play is those trumpets.
0: <laughs> I want
2: those trumpets on entry, it's like special, that's man.
0: special, man.
2: Doors, That shit is so pretty sounding. It's special.
0: <laughs> well, wow.
3: um, yeah. uh, so this is this is the part where I kind of like recluse myself because I'm not a big fan of outcast post equipment (laughs) uh we can talk a little steak on you though let's let's talk a little steak on you lee you you were complaining about the runtime a little bit uh what are some things you like about
0: this album so obviously like the hits right you know you get so fresh so clean you get miss jackson you get bob which like three of maybe Outcast's biggest songs like you get it on one album um you you do get, like, some good album cuts as well. Like, I'll call before I come. Like, it's so, like, I like I like the the hysteria and, like, the silliness of it all. Even, like, a We Love These Hoes, same thing there. Um, there's still, like, some good rapping here. Like, Spaghetti Junction, like, the weirdness in the rapping there, I still enjoy. Like, it's not a bad album. Like, I don't think, I don't know if outcast can really do that. Um, I think the problem with Stankonia comes, like I said, in the runtime. Like, there's just a lot. Like the even like the last like five or six, like it really just kind of it kind of drags a little bit. Um, this is one of the first Outcast albums where I was like, man, this will really benefit from some trimming. It's 24 songs. Like, if it was like 18, might be a little bit higher on the list, but this is still a good album. Like, you see, I mean, you have to see why, like, an untrained eye, not I don't even want to say untrained, but like certain <laughs> eyes could be like, yeah, this is this is one of the better albums. Um, it just has a lot of lows a lot a lot of lows that that's what i'll say
3: about it uh yeah so i would say there's stuff on here that's undeniable uh yep miss jackson and so fresh is so clean come to mind right away Mm -hmm. there's stuff like explosion and like gangsta shit which i really don't know if i like or not i can't decide there are some days i like it some days i don't and that's really been my whole thing with Stankonia. there's so much on here i'm just so in the middle on where i'm trying to think like do i like this because i like the people who made it or do i like it because i like the song itself Yep. and i don't know how this is the one cover that like ended up on all the t-shirts and all the merchandise and this is the one everyone fucked with and this is the one that sold and yeah, like it, it doesn't really matter. Outcast
1: is weird and has a shirt off and there's a flag behind <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah, will, pdr Talk, PDR, talk to how about, do you feel about, about
0: Stankonia, man?
1: I I like <laughs> it, I guess. I'm like young it <laughs> like some days I'm like I'm like what well, I run it through, I'm like, well, there's there's a lot of good shit on here. And then there's other days I'm like, why is this album like three hours fucking long, man? Like <laughs>
0: It's a drag. Why is it, bro?
1: Why is this production? What are <laughs> like? What are they doing with this fucking production? Yeah. Like, like some of the. Pro- I think that's my biggest issue. Is it's like the worst fucking production. Like for either of these dudes, like it's like let's go all let's go all boom bath.
0: I feel like it's their least. I feel like overall it's their least focus, man.
1: Like, but then yeah. you like get shit on it, like I. Like, you get like CeeLo on there randomly, and you're like, fuck, man. Like, why didn't yeah. you do more of this? <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Finny, what about you, man? How do you feel about Stankonia?
2: All right. So, this is like a very new take. Shout out to like No Skips for like making me listen to a bunch of albums. Like, I ran back Stankonia, and I very rarely run all of Stankonia. Like, yeah. I ran through, and they also made me run through All Eyes on Me by Tupac. And I think Stankonia Stank. had a little bit of Tupac syndrome where it's just, it's too many songs to all be good. Yeah. There is an artist, at least in the modern era, maybe like in the 60s, 70s, but like you can't give me 24 tracks, especially in rap and like me like 20 out of 24, 22 out of 24. That's just not, the math doesn't work. Yeah. Like 15 track album or 16, track, there's going to be one or two that I'm like, ah, that's not my favorite, but the 24 songs, like I'm going to skip four or five of them. And it's just gonna, it's going to make it feel like a drag, even if some of those songs aren't that long. So, like I said, I, I think it's too long, for sure. Too many songs. Yeah. I think suffer from, like, Big Boy and Andre's lives are just evolving, and, like, so they're not in the studio. To, they had a studio that they were working in, but they were not together in the studio working on the song. So, like, I think that's how we end up with Too Long an album. There's not enough, like, like we're together and saying, all right, this one's not going to make the album. It's like, well, I like this one, and you like that one, and we're not really together to talk about it, so they're both going on the album. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Like, they're doing two different things, like, they're They're not they're not talking to each other
2: yeah yeah in sync at all like and um i know like this they got this on no Skips. Like, we're like big boys kind of like still on the street a little bit like running around so his sound sounds like this andre had kind of become a little more recluse by this point so his sound sounds a little different it just it doesn't go together well and i think like the look the lows are what makes it tough because it's like there's out there's songs i just do not care about at all
1: yeah like
2: if you were to do like an outcast like just like hit like good songs percentage, then it fucks up the shooting percentage. It's just like yeah. their game. Got, they shot twelve for twenty five. Like it was not. A, it was an ugly night. They kept jacking. Like it just did not look. So yeah. So I just. It's an okay album. There's some hits on there for sure. There's. It's not a bad album relative to like rap. It's a good album, but relative to the standard that Outkast is set with three straight classics, like it's just oh. it's the worst. So, yeah. the highs. Are, I'll give it to them. And there's some album classics. I love Spaghetti Junction. Like just as a random song and does not get like any love. Spaghetti Junction is amazing.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah, it's too much.
0: Yeah, I think it's just one of those like, you know, they're coming off like three, you know, two or three classics. Like they're gonna. I don't even want to say luck into, but like just like them. You know, you're gonna get you know, some good stuff. You're going to get like a B.O.B. You're going to get a So For So cleaner or a Miss Jackson, just because of like them as artists, they're that good. They can do that. But what makes the mark of a good project is, you know, when you get into the album cuts, when you get into stuff that is not going to get played on the radio, like w- what's the quality of those songs? And some of those songs don't work quite as good here. Um, but yeah, still, you know, still got some highs here. um a lot of artists would love for Stankonia to be in their discography. So yeah.
1: yeah. We're talking like two, ten albums in a row and then like a an eight and a half. Like Yeah. yeah. It's like they it's like they, they made the conference finals but didn't win a chip.
2: And it's yeah. just like Yeah. Not, you guys were still like a top five team in the league, top four <clears throat> team in the league. You just did not you didn't win that year, but you're coming off like three P. Like you just even you've even you've yeah. running assume you're supposed to win. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, youngest, we got yeah. we got a couple more albums, man. Talk to me. A couple more. Oh, buddy.
3: Um, so a little admission time. I don't think I've ever ran speaker box love below completely.
0: I don't mm-hmm. think I've planned what
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you man. You gotta split them up. You gotta be like one day I'm gonna do this, then the next day I'll do oh, this. Oh,
2: yeah. But- Okay, completely. If you mean, like, all the way straight through, absolutely not. I've never ran the both albums. It's just two albums. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I just exactly. did that
1: shit. I just did that shit today. I did it today, too. <laughs> I I didn't I'm
0: make a, it. I'm a, I'm a sicko. <laughs> I,
2: yeah. Half, half of Love Below, and I was like, all right, I got So, I got it.
3: my favorite verse is Andre's on the way you move. That shit.
0: <laughs> so, I, well, okay, just to say real quick, speaker box, like, which one is better to y'all? Speaker Box or
2: the Love Below, the Love Below, it's the Love Below. I I wanted to be Speaker Box because like Big Boy Defender, but it's the Love the Love Below is just a more cohesive, better project. I, I always think, and like, this is
1: people are bitching for an Andre solo album, and we've uh we've got one right here. And it's, yes, I that, would also
0: that, agree. I would also agree with the Love Below. Young, youngest, are you gonna are you gonna be the one solo? <laughs> are you gonna be the one Speaker <laughs> Box? Uh, Guy
3: I I can't really make a you can't, okay, okay But okay. I will say uh, I would probably like speaker box more just off the song proto. I'm not a big prototype fan. I do not like that song. <laughs> That's a tough take. <laughs> oh my god. I think god. I just pissed off Lee. Oh my god.
0: Oh, you know what? But I cool. will say that is the mark of like you know how how you feel about the love below. I think the love below works so well. Um As kind of like this alternative R and B record because of a song like a prototype because of a song like she lives in my lap, like it's it's not like really something you could compare to other stuff. I you know like uh, Feeny Peter I really love the love below. I think it's you know when people say there is no Andre solo album that shit grinds my gears because the love below it's it's
1: Andre Andre just doing Andre things exactly like this is peak Andre exactly. like this is yeah.
0: like pure control over the record. Like this is exactly what I want it to be.
1: Um, yeah, I don't it, have to cater to big boy or like pick beats for the like I can do, exactly, I can do what I'm, I want to do. I'm gonna he make what I wanted to do.
0: Exactly. And that's what the love below is. I like I like because people make me mad when they say there is no solo Andre 3000 album. That shit like really upsets me personally. <laughs> that's one of the one thing that hip hop that like makes me mad
1: um because of love now cast like you That's yeah all. i mean you,
0: i mean and you could even <laughs> say there's no solo hip-hop there's no solo hip-hop andre album like you could say that because the love below yeah. i mean it is such like a alternative love about, like it's
1: RB, and b yeah exactly
0: but yeah it's such a dope project um and yeah listen to that you know what i'm saying if you're so pissed there's no solo andre album listen to that but <laughs> uh but speaker box <laughs> is dope too man big boy is doing his shit too like this is such an interesting undertaking. It's like forty something songs together, double album. Obviously, one of the bigger selling albums in hip hop history, and they both do their thing. It, it went diamond. Yes, diamond. diamond yeah, album. It's not just one of the biggest hip hop selling out.
3: It is one of the
0: biggest selling hip hop. Like, sorry, ever. I just repeated
3: it. It's one of the biggest <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: selling albums ever. Diamond. So yeah, they both do their thing on here, and these are like I got these. these are I got a good
1: beef albums, with there. this album, though. Talk to like, me. Talk to me. Oh god,
0: Peter's going to hurt my feelings.
2: I'm scared.
1: No, no. If they would have just like cut off like four songs each and could have gotten on the same page for eight fucking songs, like with what they're doing here, like, like I know it was like the key and peel skit, like, yeah. <laughs> but like, man, fuck, man.
2: Yeah, okay, I, I don't hate that take, and this made me think of like, you know how like Ray Strummer did like a triple album it was like the Slim Jimmy album. Was good
1: when they were together.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, it was like, yeah it was like Slim Jimmy, a couple of, like eight songs or whatever. Or ten. I think it was like eight, ten, and then yeah. like Lee, Li ten, and then ten together. If Outcast did that, that would go crazy. Like that would that would have been that might have been the greatest album of all time. Yeah, and I Great. think
0: like the, the, the Ray I Shimmered said. album kind of showed. Like, I preferred the Ray Shimmered uh, project the they're together project i think that was the best of the three even though i I really enjoyed the jimmy project i really enjoyed the sweat lee project i think it it was better when they came together and i think yeah an outcasting is similar like if you they were really kind of in their bag on here but something we got back each of them each
1: of them in their respective bags and if you if they could have just like put it together for eight songs or something yeah like yeah like if you're talking you released a triple album that's a fucking classic, like on three discs.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. That might be the greatest like collection. Like if they, if they did if they did the same thing they did with Love Blow and Speaker Box, and just added eight outcast songs together. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: Or took that, like take like four, like four songs, five songs a peach, and just like off of your each of your respective projects or whatever and put them together and like, <clears> let's go.
2: Yeah. yeah, that that's probably the greatest collection of rap music ever. Like if they can put those three together instead of two. Yeah. Cause I, I think like I love the love, the Love Below is a better album to me because it's like it has that cohesiveness where like Andre's telling a story and like getting pushed stuff. But I like and then what makes them close to me is I think Big Boy has better songs that I will pull out individually and put on a playlist. Like everyone loves and move,
1: like but the speaker, like I'm not and- I'm not taking anything away from speakerbox either. Like that's a great fucking album, like standing yeah. on its own. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wanted to make sure we got the speaker box speakerbox has some shit on it.
1: Like yeah, speak,
2: speaker box st- starts out. I'm trying to like, pull up the track list right now. Like, speaker nice. box starts out. Ghetto music, unhappy bow tie, the way you move the rooster. That like, uh, big boy, we were kicked the fucking doors down. It was like I'm, I'm letting y'all know. Like, if I did a solo, and I think like it sounds like his other solo projects, which is what yeah. to me makes solo albums. Like, he came in. Like, if it's just me doing, this is what it's gonna sound like, and I'm gonna yeah. let y'all know.
0: You know, heavy, ghetto, heavy, on one of one the songs ever. Shit like that.
2: Yeah, I think uh, like Kane's gonna yell at me because he always says like ghetto music is better than um what
0: he compares to. Well, yeah, Kane <laughs> is one of those big he's, like, he's big a, he's boy. Big boy is better than Andre. He's he's one of those kind of guys. Like, so yeah, he,
2: he argues hard that um that, like the best the best song of the two projects, and I'm like, all right, calm down. Yeah. But ghetto music <laughs> that that beat is so much like that's similar to Bob. You put me on a treadmill on that. I'm um, like, I'm running through
1: brick walls. Like Ghetto, I, music, I, ghetto
0: music is amazing. It, it's one of the best songs between the two discs, in my opinion. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, obviously, the way you move. Um, Like, Church is an album cut that I really love. Like, you get your flip-flop rocks. Like, yeah, speaker box is really dope, too. Like, I think the Love Below, especially in modern times, like, people looking back at it, it kind of rules the show. But Speakerbox is fucking amazing, too.
1: Big Boy Showed. And... Like, I'm really that dude, too. And we got the best killer, Mike. I agree.
0: Yeah, like, we get the best killer, Mike. And that's saying a lot, because, like, early on, there's some good killer, Mike, too. But, yeah, I do agree. We get the best killer, Mike, here, so. Yeah, I think, like, this,
2: to me, is where, like, the Andre-Big Boy divide starts, because yeah. they made two very different albums. And, again, I think Andre's album is better. Like, yeah. but I, as a person, as a big boy defender, Andre's album is better. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. The, the artistry of Big Boy, of Andre's album Like you said, alternative R&B is a better genre
0: yeah.
2: And to most that Comes off, you know, quote, more creative Or more artistic than yeah. Big Boy His ass off, because we don't respect Rap enough, we don't respect the artistry of that shit Yeah So like, that's I think where the divide comes in Where people are like, oh Andre's like This guy, you know, like he's, again The the, st- the shirtless album cover The beaded necklace. that's where Like the artistic guy versus the street guy Thing comes in and yeah. people, especially white people, but people in general, <laughs> lean like this guy is more artistic, so he's better. Yeah, but that's where the divide comes in. And as I got older, I was like, I need to run back to speaker box by itself.
0: Yeah.
2: And it yeah. through like, this album goes. Cr- this would be this is better than a lot of your rap favorite rappers' favorite out al- best albums. Hell yeah, yeah. And it's not even their. It's not. It's not their best album. Like as a collective, but, by by the double album. Yeah. But it is better than most of your favorite rappers' best albums. And then again, that's just them and, doing separate with a little bit of features
0: here
1: and there. Yeah, and uh, and Big Boy has like the, one of the coolest album covers ever, right there. Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, Big so, Boy's uh, cool. We don't talk, we, it doesn't get
2: talked about. Big Boy's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talked about uh,
3: we talked about Andre being eclectic, but Big Boy's got some wild fucking fits too. Yeah, that man. cannot be undersold. <laughs> he is also yeah. a weirdo. He is yeah, not man. a normal like person. Both, like, both they And they
1: pull them all off, too. Like, it's yeah. absurd. Oh, yeah.
3: For sure. Like but, Big Boy's but, wearing
1: this giant mink coat, like, in this... And you're, like, with Tim's, you're, like, man, you look so fucking cool right now.
3: Like him and Andre like, went like, to the like, Grammys in that all-green shit, and Big Boy was yeah. wearing... <laughs> I, I don't even know if that's a suit. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's, like... Yeah, he's worn some weird stuff before, too, and he wears, like, eclectic and colorful things. They... They both do that shit. Um,
2: yeah, but yeah, it's what makes Big Boy able to be like in like ATL because he's just cool as fuck yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. He's like cool and street, but not too street. Like, like that that gif is burned into like everyone's retinas forever. Like, I know that ain't who I think it is. Yeah. He's like
1: <laughs> that, even,
2: even that yeah. actor was cool as fuck. I know that ain't who I think it is. Like that, I'm like, I believe Big Boy is a street nigga right there. About to beat <clears his> these <throat> ass or kill them
0: yeah um yeah speaker box love below is so weird to talk about we like we kind of just wait we went on 10 just talking about it um do you i don't know I'll, I'll bring up idle wild i don't know if y'all have like any <laughs> idle wild comments um, shout
3: out hollywood divorce i spend that song a lot i like that song a lot but i don't think i've heard anything else on here I,
2: that's what's, on me. what's up hey. i didn't hear you I uh, said so that so that's the best song on the album. I'm glad you brought that up. That, that's the song that got me to listen to the whole album. Because I thought Hollywood <laughs> Divorce was so dope. I was like, is this album good? And then I ran it and I was like, it's not good. But Hollywood so, Divorce. I
0: will I will say, I think Outer Wild, especially if you're like an outcast. Like if like if you're like if you've dipped in outcast and like, yo, I enjoy this. I think Ottawa is worth your time. Like you should go into it with like this is can, like consensus the worst outcast album but I do By think far, it's worth your like, time in a
1: wash yeah
0: like I do think it's worth your time like it's very funky like there's some fun moments on here but it is like I feel like they were really kind of like separated at this point. I don't know how together they were um life is like a musical was my fate my favorite song on on this album. I do think it's worth your time um but yeah it's it's pro it's I, I, I feel comfortable saying it's the worst Lee
3: have you have you seen the movie?
0: i've not seen the movie um
3: I, i've not either but if it goes on streaming i'm gonna watch this yes yeah, I, don't, I
0: don't know where i could like stream it
3: it's got yeah. paula patton it's got terrence howard it's got FaZe on love it's got ving Rames. it's got uh bobby j thompson bill nunn sleepy brown it has got a
2: patty labelle it's got a cast
3: in this bruce bruce is in here
2: <laughs> as a non-movie watcher i feel like if i watch it I'm gonna be like this is the best movie of all time. Like it's gonna be like one of the, like the secret black homes <laughs> where I'm like this is one of the <laughs> best. Movies. And yeah. that's. What I want to clarify. I'm a non-movie watcher. I do not <laughs> appreciate, cinema, but I feel like I'm gonna love it because of that. <laughs> yeah.
3: Person. Um, their Their character names are Percival and Rooster.
0: I might tap. What? Bro? Yeah, I
3: think I'm gonna tap in.
0: have ask. I'll it's
3: hbo it. films so it'll probably pop up on hbo max one of these months As soon as it hits okay. streaming i'm gonna watch this shit yeah
0: um and just like that we are through the outcast discography
3: we ran through. i do want to talk road. about some su- su- talk to something yeah, music speech. stuff yeah so we talked about how andre kind of pops up every once in a while L- let me hear some andre features stuff talk to me about some of your favorite andre features uh pdr pink matter pink matter
1: yeah, pink matter is a good one. Um, um, let me pull up. I got so many, but
0: I was gonna say pink matter too. Feeny, you got any? I feel like this... we're about due for Andre's future. By the way,
1: he just yeah, like, like pops up on like a Kesha song randomly, and like it just gets like the first <laughs> of the year. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, give me, give me
2: the the like super deuces remix. I know we had like seventeen of them. Mm-hmm. My favorite like Chris Brown, Andre Drake, Kanye, because. Andre's the only adult in the room like, yeah. on those three. Drake is a Drake is being a teenage boy. Kanye is being like a 22 year old and Andre's the only real adult.
0: Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Andre on deuces is so good. Yeah. His verse so, on 16 too. Yeah,
3: okay. Oh yeah. I'm waiting for someone to say the right one. Keep shooting.
0: I, this there isn't gonna movies. be the this isn't gonna be the one, but I'm gonna hold down me and you as Drake fans and I'm gonna say the real hair. I really love this feature. Ooh, I like that one. I like a lot, a lot, a
1: lot. That um, one's a good one. I blue do.
3: blue grass like Boise State. Yeah, no, that one's good.
1: Uh, oh yeah, Ben's um, Friends. Man. That's my favorite one, I think.
3: Ben's um, Friends is good. Yeah, That's Ben's, Fr- one yeah, Ben's
0: Friends. Yeah, Ben's Friends, of course.
1: Um yeah, there's friends so many. Like there's a Ben's lot friends.
3: Of Ben's friends has me thinking of like a an Andre and Future collab album.
1: I don't know Please, why. For the, like, like it'd be so so. They fucking did one absurd.
3: song together, and it was fucking perfect. And I know yeah. Andre's a huge fan. Um, he was in the Future documentary talking about how him and his son are Future fanatics. To yeah, quote.
1: Yep. Just do that but, same thing like ten more times.
3: Yeah.
0: What 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 is the future you're thinking of, guys?
3: This is my favorite Andre verse. And it's Sorry by T.I. Oh, oh yeah. It is hands down my favorite Andre verse. I know the time code for that shit. I listen to it so much. I just skip right to it.
0: <laughs> um,
3: Feeney talked about like older rappers coming in and being able to be comfortable being older. And Andre is so reflective on that. It's insane how good it still sounds like it could have gone horribly wrong where he's either whiny or he's annoying or like i mean we we heard him kind of do similar things on ben's friends and the real her like later in his career talking about like his relationship issues and how he kind of regrets that kind of thing and sorry just perfect addresses everything Um, i know kendrick tweeted out like the time code for his favorite part of sorry too he was like <laughs> yeah, yeah the sorry from like minute this to minute this perfect yeah
0: like, and he doesn't
3: tweet often i mean yeah. sorry sorry's unbelievable yeah
2: i had to do i had to do a google because that was one i was like i know there's an andre eric or erica badu feature that i'm forgetting so erica oh, dropped, yeah. erica dropped like so, so you can like, like that like so you can't use my phone like like tape in like 20 yes. 20- 14 or 15. And there's no listed features, but Andre is on that song, Hello.
1: He opens the song. And that was like... Fucking I, kills it. Like, smashes it.
2: Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, I remember playing, like, Erica dropped the project, and then it's, like, Andre just jumps in on Hello. And it's similar to Deuce's. Like, he's just the adult. And these are two people who have been in a relationship, and I think have, a, they, have they have a kid, right? The two of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, these yeah. are people who are not together. That's who Miss Jackson's about. Yeah. Okay. So there's, like, they're, these two are, have been together, made a song together about relationships, and they're just both being adults. And Andre, like, I'm, I don't want to read his whole verse, but he says like he even talks about like not wanting to cheat and shit, because he's like he says, okay, challenge, leave your phone unlocked, or right side up, walk out the room without throwing your bitch off balance. It's yeah. either on, or off, ain't no in between when it's valid. Like, and then he says like I don't want no like I don't want to like read the whole thing. He says like I don't want I just want my entree. I don't want no salad. Like, because yeah. he's talking. Look, I'm, I'm Andre. I've run the streets, obviously, because <laughs> I'm Andre. Yes. Yeah. But, like, at this point, I just want to be settled mm-hmm. in with somebody. And it's very, like, listen, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, Fonse, like, it's very adult in the room. Like, relationships are hard. Yeah. And it's hard to just, like, be with one person. Some and I'm like, at me at 22, I'm like, damn, Andre, Andre, talking that shit. Maybe I should just calm down. Maybe I need to settle, like, fall in love. <laughs> yeah.
1: <Okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'm an idiot
3: and I opened up a complex article ranking his 10 best features and got mad, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to give myself a little refresher. His verse on What a Job by Dev the Dude, fucking amazing. I don't he, know got the, he, got, he got
0: the most random features, man. He just pops <laughs> you up heard like random week? ass places. I have not, actually. You have not? I'm sending not you the hook right man. away because yeah, that fucking song man. is amazing. He's got man. the most random features.
3: Uh, oh. so i do feature Le- feeny talking about being the adult in the room looking back as i'm like talking through it he has way too many features where he just talks about his relationship and they all saying the same fucking thing so i, <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna sour me in the future but yeah huge fan. Uh, that.
0: one last question for y'all it's easy yes or no and then we can probably kind of get up out of here uh is outcast the the greatest group in hip-hop history
1: yes or no yes i hold it. yeah yeah, I got one more thing, too, though.
0: Go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. Or, yeah, Feeney, go ahead.
1: Yes, asterisk, because, like,
2: they're a duo, and we can split yeah, hairs. Yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we're just saying more than one person, it's yes. Like, yes, yeah. they're the best. They're better than Tribe, better than Wu-Tang. Like, I'm sorry. I know,
0: I think he's a, a Tribe guy over yeah. Outcast. Yeah. I don't want to spoil, spoil, uh, expose him. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, P- P- PDR, go ahead, bro.
1: I mean, I mean we talked, like, Andre, a little bit of Andre solo stuff, but like Big <laughs> Boy's got some shit out there. Like that yeah. uh Yeah Big Bit left foot album yeah. fire is like Boomiverse. Like uh, Yeah like, Blood it's, might be it's the literally... best song ever made. Like he just he just is big boy and does big boy shit and he just doesn't really miss. Like he's just consistently gonna do what he does and be in his pocket and yeah what more can you ask for
0: yeah big boy went and made solo stuff and never missed like i think it and it was very like within himself as an artist um had like support from older people newer people always make good stuff i mean yeah big boy is just he's that dude like i said earlier like as much like i think andre is kind of like i I do think that he's like a little bit just different but you can't disrespect big boy he's really that fucking dude so
3: i think Uh, i think my goal now because I, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but since we're talking about big boy solo stuff, I'm going to try to find if there's a single person in Wisconsin that listened to Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors more than me. I spun that <laughs> shit so fucking much, bro. There is not a shot there's another person outside of, like, Georgia that listened to that album as much as me. <laughs> I mean, like, Apple in my eye, she hates me, CPU in the A, like, I ran that shit. lines.
1: Like, so. you yep, got, like, Rocky right. on there, like, randomly? Yeah. Raspberry.
3: Razz- Listen to listen to how fucking ridiculous ridiculous of a song Raspberries is. And I don't know why I listen to it so much, but like yeah,
1: Big, just, big just, Boy Big Boy man. I just love Big Boy. I fucking love Big Boy. Got a good solo career.
0: Yeah, man. I think I think we were able to run through everything. We went a little bit over time, but it happens. It's Outcast, man. We had to go over time a little bit. Um thank you. PDR Feeny, returning guests, friends of the show, the homies, all that good shit. Thank y'all for coming through, man. We we appreciate it for real, for real.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. Um,
0: Yeah, real quick, youngest, have you heard any uh, new shit lately? (laughs) Have
3: I heard any new shit? I have. I listened to the Conway the Machine album. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, pretty good, good pretty
3: good. Uh, I listened to a little bit of Earth Gang. Um, I listened to so.
0: Again, Feedy was, Feedy Feedy was he was hating on that earth thing by the way i didn't
3: really really like lee, right. lee does not know how to sell a song for the life <laughs> of him he doesn't know how to sell a song how do you not tell me the song with music soul child <laughs> is sampling just friends like i heard that shit and i was like damn this is fucking good and i was like and lee told me to listen to it but he just said it like
0: yeah Yo, i will i will say a song. i i enjoyed the earth thing record really quick because we're about to get out of here all you earth gang or all you people who were like i kind of like Earth thing but they're a little bit too weird fuck y'all because i feel like they're the reason <laughs> that this earth gang album they can't they were like a little bit less weird and i feel like that was kind of to their detriment i That's still en- i still enjoy the record i think it's a good project um i i don't know if there's gonna be like any kind of hit off of it but i still enjoy the record child to earth gang i'm gonna go see them live in a couple months so shout out lee King.
2: lee can i ask a special fuck you while, while you're fucking <laughs> go, ahead, go, <laughs> ahead, go ahead go ahead yeah hey, uh, yes specifically you <laughs> Fuck
0: you for saying that Earth Gang is like Outcast, but with two Andres. Oh fuck my God! Yeah, any, anyone who's I, ever compared Earth, I love gang Earth Gang to Outcast in any way, go fuck yourself, please. Fuck you me. for making that comparison. yeah wait Lee, made it. Point. No, and no, any anybody who's made it, I've never made
2: that shit.
3: Yes,
0: yes, Jules,
2: I'm saying your name. You're never. Yeah. Gonna hear name. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, to listen to it. I don't know. You guys to listen to this shit, but fuck nah, yes, Jules. I'm gonna
3: text. I'm gonna text her later. Don't worry, Feeney.
2: I got you. <laughs> it's Black History Month and I'm getting on Yes Jewel's head before it's over. I got another hour an hour and a half two hours. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. Go run
3: Eek by Levin Kali. If you haven't heard Eek by yeah, Levin Kali. yeah, listen to Levin Kali
0: shit, man. Me and Young is both coastline. That also with the end of February. If you go check out our Spotify running back dance on Spotify, I got some playlists on there. I had one for the end of Ooh. January. Some songs that you might have missed that I think were super dope. A lot of RB leaning shit, you know me. But I got some shit for February dropping at the end of the week. So find some good songs that you missed, all that good shit. Again, PDR Feeney, friends of the show our guys. Thank you for coming through. Youngest, my better half, running back the hits. Appreciate y'all tapping in. And Great. we'll see like, y'all next you next week.
3: Rate, give us five stars, all that good shit. All that good stuff.